1: get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is a bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Now, as ever, let's begin by banging these bongos. Hello you lucky people, you've got a bonus episode. Well today I'm taking you to meet Azara Amoy. For just under 10 years now, Azara has been creating digital artwork, generally very large and in the public realm. And although the imagery is big and bold and reflects on popular culture, you don't have to look too close to see the artwork's strong social and community foundations. Azara has got two artworks in the Kensington and Chelsea Art Trail, one outside Earl's Court station and the other on Exhibition Road, which stretches from the National History Museum right up the road to the Imperial College, with the Science Museum in the middle. And it was outside the Science Museum where I met Azara to record this episode. So you're going to hear the everyday noise of the street and loads of school children walking past and one <laughs> and one young Italian kid who very much wanted to join in. And it was after a minute or so of recording that I realised there was a technical difficulty with one of the microphones. And rather than not use it altogether, I did have a backup recording on my phone. So the first maybe minute, 20, isn't the best quality, but then it kicks into the microphones. But you'll hear that for yourself. So please, come and join me outside the Science Museum with Azara I. This afternoon I'm on Exhibition Road in West London outside the Science Museum, Natural History Museum, and I'm with Azara Amoy. Hi, Azara.
3: Hi, how's it going?
2: As part of the Kensington and Chelsea Art Week, the Art Trail, you've done around about 40 individual artworks?
3: Yeah. so there's 45 altogether, so 45 pillars that go down Exhibition Road, and um, about... 14 different people so they each one gets three pillars nice and um and it is to celebrate neurodiverse individuals along um the institutions along exhibition road so people from natural History museum science museum imperial royal college of the arts etc and um I focused on 14 people, so I interviewed them, just had a general chit-chat, got to know them, because I always think it's a bit weird to create artwork and never spoke about a person. (laughs) It was just nice to talk and just them to share their experiences as well and their accomplishments and all their stories are all unique and amazing so the idea behind the Kaleidoscopic Minds is to celebrate um, neurodiverse individuals and the concept is to sort of illustrate that for example I'm dyslexic and another person who has dyslexia doesn't necessarily have the same challenges or um, experiences as I do so everyone's different in that way so it kind of came off the there's a quote um, it's along the lines of if you met one person with autism you've met one person with autism yeah yeah um so that's what the kaleidoscopic sort of element sort of refers to so with a kaleidoscope you look at it you see one image and then you can morph it into another image and that's the concept of the designs it all the designs morph into another image and also it follows the color spectrum all the way down the road. Nice,
2: I didn't even notice it. I saw they were (laughs) different colours. Yeah. And now I'm looking at it, I can see (laughs) that from here. Because it it stretches what would you say? Two hundred metres?
3: I'm gonna take your word for it, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A long a long way.
3: A long way. Yeah. It starts from V and A and then ends at Imperial.
2: Nice. So yeah. And your own dyslexia, when was you made aware of your own?
3: Um so I kind of had a, a complicated journey. So when I was in primary school, someone, one of the teachers brought it up that I might be dyslexic. And then when I got to secondary school, I got told, no, you don't have dyslexia, you just have bad habits. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. I got to uni, and they were like, oh, do assessment. And they were like, yeah, you have dyslexia. Yeah. I was like, okay. But um, a lot of people don't find out till they're adults, which yeah. I've noticed, which is also... Um, Actually affects confidence within adults as well because you know something's not quite right and you you're kind of struggling not struggling but you see things differently than everyone else and it kind of knocks your confidence. For for me, I like struggle with pronouncing words and. Talking and stuff like that. So for me, it's always not to my confidence. But as I've gotten older, I'm just, I don't care yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. embrace when it. You to, yeah.
2: yeah, you start to live it when you <laughs> discover, discover that you've got it. Yeah, so you're probably asking yourself all sorts of questions. Yeah, and and when you find out, I'm presuming, you go, ah, oh, that's why it's this happens, seconds. and I feel like this, and yeah,
3: yeah. But even um, talking to everyone um, during the interview process, um, I learnt so much. I'm like told like different. Sort of, I wouldn't say symptoms, but different um, ways that dyslexia can affect you. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense uh, as well. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. and I like, even question. I'm like, okay, do I have like ADHD as well, and all these other things? Because yeah, <laughs> sometimes my head is just all over the place. But it's a uh, it's a good chaos going on in there. If that makes sense.
2: <laughs> and how how did you find these individuals?
3: Um. So. There was a call out, and people were put forward or nominated themselves. Got you. So,
2: and did you do it within these institutions?
3: Yes. Good. Yeah. So, um, I think first it was meant it was just within Imperial, but because it's such a well, not to boast about, but it's such a great idea, and it was like let's get everyone involved, and yeah, so it got expanded out to all institutions along Exhibition Road. Nice. Yeah.
2: And how many people did you, like
3: contacted you? Um, because it was such a tight turnaround, we. It was about 17 people altogether, and I reached out to um, all of them, and 14 came back. Nice. Some of them were nominated by other people, so they didn't nominate themselves, so I think. It was up to them if they actually did yeah, want to go. Yeah, with I, it. Understand, yes, I
2: understand. I so. understand. So friends are trying to throw them to the <laughs> throw yeah. them to the lions. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I bet they were quite chuffed to see their image made into an artwork, wasn't
3: they? Yeah, like the feedback has been amazing. All of them have been so supportive and like sent me lovely emails and stuff, so yeah, I'm happy that they liked it. I think that's the biggest special is like the people who are involved in our way. You just want to do them justice and hope that they love it. But yeah, the feedback's been good. So. Good. Right. So
2: we've <laughs> spoke about the concept behind the work. Yeah. Now, obviously, this is a an audio podcast. So visually, to me, when I first saw it, it reminded me of African patterns. Okay. Whether that was in, in your mind or not, I don't know. But that's, yeah. that's the first impression that I got. So I do have questions that I ask each artist. Okay. So the first would be, how would you explain what you do to someone that doesn't know your work?
3: Oh, God. Um, I guess I say I like to tell stories nice with the artwork I guess that's what I do um how I got started was actually I created these digital collages and they were always say they were like entries of my diary because I'm not great with words or expressing myself so I'll have a bad day and I'll just like create this collage on my laptop and I never showed no one for ages until someone saw them and just like why don't you put them out there and (laughs) okay and then since then it's now expanded out not just my stories but other people's stories or people that are close to me and yeah just general stuff that's happening in the world i try and express it within these collages well,
2: when I've, I've had a little look at some of your work and yeah. it has got that feel of community about it yeah. and friendship and you know belonging um, yeah um did you have an interest in art growing up was there art in the home
3: yeah, hundred percent. So both of my parents are creative and I actually didn't realize how important art was to me until quite later on, I guess. Um, so I did go to art college and done all of that, but I just thought, oh, you're not going to make money off as an artist. I'm yeah. just going to go down <laughs> the graphic design route. Of course, of course. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. And then I actually went abroad to work in Bangkok and I kind of, you know, you just pack the necessary stuff. And I was out there and I was actually quite depressed and sad. And I was like, what is this feeling? I know I'm not homesick. (laughs) Like, it's nice to get away (laughs) from the family. I'm really joking, family. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was like, what is this feeling? And and then it just, like, hit me. I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't created nothing. No, I haven't made nothing. So as soon as that happened, I jumped on, like, a bike taxi that they have out there. went to the nearest mall bought out the whole supply store art (laughs) supply store and just started making and then I was just like to my friend who was out there with me I was like I think I'm ready to go home and actually try this art thing and I have enough savings to maybe do it for a year with a stretch and just see how it goes and then since I've come back it's just been onwards and upwards and when was that god about eight years ago so i've been doing this eight years nice yeah (laughs) nice
2: good and um, but when was it you finished art college
3: oh god the dates um i mean like
2: (laughs) was how long was it in between you wanting to be an an artist and um coming
3: out of college so i left uni at like 21 i guess and then i went to bangkok when i was 27. Oh, so it
2: was a few years Yeah, out. so about yeah, so six you're just years. About yeah. In the wilderness. Yeah, so. <laughs> in like, the aesthetic wilderness. So
3: I've always been creative. So I know that some people go home and like probably watch Teddy and relax that way. I always had like art projects, either if it was sewing or just making something for the house yeah, or yeah. some sort of interior decorating or there something. Is, there is that inner in urge, isn't there? Yeah, just to create great. if you've got a creative yeah. mind. And I've got obsession with. YouTube and watching how to make things, <laughs> That's and in my head, thing. I look at things. I'm like, I can make that.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's many YouTube artists, <laughs> don't there? yeah. Um, which piece that you've created do you think has got the strongest emotional connection?
3: Would you mean out of out of anything you've, you've created? created. emotional connection oh that's hard because i love them all um
2: (laughs) is there any that the outcome has surpassed where you thought it would
3: um i guess this project i know it's an easy one to say but um because before this i never really told people i was dyslexic and so this is kind of just me exposing it for like to everyone like a lot of people have come at and be like i don't even know you're dyslexia i was like yeah i just yeah just kept it to myself and just got on with it sort of thing and i think there's importance of opening that conversation because a lot of people are like me who probably were a bit ashamed or embarrassed by it or thought that people would think that they're less than or incapable yeah so you just keep it to yourself but actually it's uh Sorry to sound cheesy, but it is like a superpower. It makes you think and solve problems in a different way that someone else can't.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: That is the subject of the exact question I was about to ask. And it's only been within the last, I don't know, possibly 10 years or something, that industries have, have realized that people within the autistic spectrum have a complete way of thinking their logic is is completely different and they solve problems in a different way and throughout some of these um, can you remember any of the stories of the individuals, of what they're doing and how they're using their um, autism
3: so (laughs)
2: Superb. Now off.
3: Oh, I guess um, Joanne, who's right at the end, who her she basically specialises in public toilets, and um, she has, gosh, ADHD. Yeah, she has ADHD, and um, for her, it's like she... Sorry, I feel... Not to explain someone else's experience, but basically she from our conversation, it was she obsesses over solving problems. Brilliant. And talking to her, it was like one of the longest conversations out of remember but it was so interesting. You wouldn't think that there's so many different elements into public toilets because her thing is it's culture it's nature meets culture meets design and different cultures use toilets differently and you know male and female use different toilets and then yeah. there's non-binary yeah. and there's all other elements that you've got to think about and for her it's about solving the problem and sometimes she's like the problem never gets solved because you can't please everyone yeah. but yeah. She, but for her she How frustrating
2: must it be for people who <laughs> need like, because the way their mind—sorry for jumping no, in no, on you—but the way their mind works is is quite linear. They have a problem, they need to solve it, and there's the resolution. If there's variations either side, I can imagine it being quite um, difficult for them. There, there can't be a conclusion. Yeah. It's not like maths. Maths is a definite conclusion. With the way they think, like you said, there's so many people with different needs yeah. and you can't please it's everyone everybody.
3: 100%. Yeah, well, I guess that's why she's so passionate about her thing she's constantly trying to find the solution. Yeah, and to, 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 to make, make, it make it a it better a solution. solution for everyone, yeah. Yeah, and please and accommodate as much people as possible. So, yeah, it's really interesting. Like, her interview is, like, one of my favourites, definitely. <laughs> And I saw that you've had
2: um, people who have dyslexia, dyspraxia, ADHD, many and various. And something that um, just amused me, when I wrote down dyslexia, I spelt it wrong, which always (laughs) makes me smile. (laughs) (laughs) Such such an oxymoron on its own. (laughs) Talking about the aesthetic of of your work that's on display. Yeah. As I mentioned earlier, when I first saw it, I got the sense and feeling of, although it's kaleidoscope, yeah. I got the sense and feeling of African designs. Okay. Where is your background?
3: Um. So I'm half Jamaican and half Trinidadian.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. What a combination. <laughs> How cool is that? Um, Thank you. Yeah,
2: so the kaleidoscope thing made me, uh, reminded me of African design. Yeah. Whether that was in your mind or not, I don't know, was it? No. Good.
3: It's a beautiful thing about kaleidoscopes. It creates a pattern. Yeah. And I love pattern and repetition.
2: <laughs> and that's ideal for kaleidoscope because you've got possibly maybe 16 images on there that are the same, yeah. but reversed, making up the kaleidoscope.
3: the kaleidoscope.
2: yeah. Superb. And it reads out, is it different minds thinking or minds thinking differently?
3: Um different minds thinking differently yeah excellent Good. <laughs> that i spent ages trying to crack that because people are walking from different directions and it's going to read weird one way or the other so i decided to make it read that way down <laughs> right well
2: i was reading it ironically you're saying that it reads from the natural, natural history, history museum City. upwards Good. i started at the other end <laughs> yeah. and it did sort of throw Lovely. me a little bit and then when you said you was dyslexic, I thought maybe that's something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did I, for ages. I was like, I think I spent a whole day just trying to crack that solution of how, what's the best way to do it. I was like, oh.
2: But in but really, it could be four individual uh, yeah, um, artworks, artworks, just all named something yeah. different. True. Um, Zara, if you wasn't an artist, what would you like to be?
3: Oh. Do you know what? I've always been jealous of people who know how to play instruments. So something it will still nice. be something within being creative. But I would like to be a musician. I'm like obsessed with the saxophone.
2: Wow, um, where did that come from?
3: I don't know. I just think it's it's a sexy instrument. Isn't it is, it? It? It's pretty cool, isn't it?
2: It's pretty it is. cool. I was hoping you were going to say Lisa Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> um, and have you ever attempted it?
3: Um, do you know what I bought lessons to learn how to play the saxophone just before lockdown and then obviously what happened and I just haven't picked it up again which is on my list once I have some free time well if you've already p- got them there's no pardon know, I, I, got, I got them refunded because oh, I just did didn't have, know well, what okay. was going to happen <laughs> 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 um
2: other than Kaleidoscopic Mines on Exhibition Road, you've yeah. got another artwork in the Kensington and Chelsea Art Trail, haven't you?
3: Yeah, so I have uh, another art installation called uh, Stars of Court, which is opposite Court Station, and that sort of celebrates um, artists past and present in court So it's artists like Dougie Fields. Um, <laughs> Can I just you, stop there? Yeah.
2: Dougie Fields. He was the person that got me into art.
3: No way! He was,
2: and he was the first person on this podcast.
3: Ah, <gasps> oh, amazing! He, he passed
2: away, getting a little bit emotional myself here, but he passed away last year. Do you know? Yeah. Of Dougie, or um, did you know Dougie?
3: I didn't know that much of Dougie, but doing my research, he was definitely ahead of his time in regards oh, to like digital artwork. Like, it actually blows my mind. Even stuff like he on his website, he set up. Um, a virtual gallery years ago before people even thought of it. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, this guy is actually amazing. I was lucky enough at the launch to meet his brother and um, just to hear a bit more about him. Yeah, definitely ahead of his time yeah. and definitely needs his flowers.
2: Well, sorry to, be to, sorry to have butted in there. But <laughs> no, God, no, no. Dougie so Fields.
3: Gosh. And yeah, it's another celebratory piece. Just... Yes, yeah, shedding light on artists within the area.
2: And what sort of artwork is it?
3: Um, so it's a mural. So it's covering hoarding um, that's up on the Els Court development site. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and is it is it a large artwork?
3: Yeah. So, gosh, it's about a, I think t- thirty meters. <laughs> Quite a lot. And then there's like these huge stars coming up from. The
2: Brilliant. You don't do things by art, <laughs> do you?
3: No. <laughs> I like a challenge.
0: <laughs>
3: but um, yeah, the artwork features artists such as Dougie Fields, um, Rob- Robert Montgomery, Melody Reynolds, Becky Flax, Sunny Blacks, and Judy and Charles.
2: Nice. Good.
3: Got all the names in there.
2: <laughs> and are they artists from that area?
3: Yeah, so they're from that area or have moved in or lived in that area for a long time. Got so enough. or have some or used to live in that area. So for example, sorry, Melody, she used to live in Elscourt when she first started off as an artist. Um
2: Well Dougie Fields, Fields, he used to um include Ellscourt in his work yeah. so much. Yeah. Um he used to live in uh, one of the f- apartments in the mentioned flats. flats. Yeah. Did you, d- was you able to go to his his flat? Is it still going? I don't know um, if it I'm is.
3: Not sure. I, I'm not sure. I'm His
2: apartment, no, you must, must have, have seen it. It is He's like a bloody a, artwork.
3: Yeah, well, they recreate... I was told by his brother, um, a gallery in, um, in, Scotland. in Scotland recreated his studio, like, exact replica, which it's amazing. is amazing.
2: But, um, yeah, so... But um, yeah, so so as I say, Dougie, you could see him. He was like a walking artwork.
3: Yeah, himself, 100%.
2: you know, he was he was quite amazing.
3: Yeah, and just doing the research on him and just yeah, learning about his work. He was yeah definitely ahead of his time in regards to digital art and just a trendsetter And definitely needs more light shined on his work and definitely needs his flowers. He mm-hmm. was
2: he was um, I think he was overlooked while he yeah, was alive. That's 100%. for sure. And hopefully, in his passing, he can he can have a light shone, in, shone on him a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so there's two artworks you've got in the borough of Kensington and Chelsea. Do you have anything coming up anywhere else in um, and around?
3: Yeah. So today I have an art piece going up in Brixton um, for a collaboration that I'm doing with Brixton Brewery. Nice. And that is Electric Collective and basically it's a huge mural that's going up on the side of um next to natwest bank and it's going to be up for a week nice so i'm going to go and watch them install it today luckily i don't have to install it it's (laughs) massive but um uh, yeah it's going to be an interesting process so i'm excited for that one it was a fun piece to work on and I, i love brixton anyway so it's a place that's close to home and a very special place I love Brixton it's such a vibe (laughs) it's cool isn't it yeah it's
2: cool and is any of your work on a smaller scale or is it all on large public sized artwork
3: um a lot of work at the moment is quite large um yeah I've had most of my commissions have been quite large pieces but my personal pieces like my prints and stuff like that they're Quite smaller scale, my paintings are smaller good. scale, but yeah. I do like to like work large. large why scale. not? If yeah. you're able to, why <laughs> yeah. not? Why not at and all? I've got. I just moved into a new studio as well, so now I have like more space to like go crazy. Good, so. <laughs> good on
2: you. And Zara, where can anybody find your work, be it website or social media?
3: Um. So my website is azara.moy. com, and my Instagram is. Azara Amoy and my Twitter is this is Azara.
2: Splendid. Azara, there's some more questions asked. Thank you very much for your time Thank you for having me. You're more than welcome
3: (laughs) I think
2: that was like the best interview I've ever done Hello, I'm Vesalia Chilton the director of Kensington Chelsea Art Week and Art Trail. The artist you've just been listening to is part of the Kensington Chelsea Art Week and Art
3: Trail The Art Trail starts on the 18th of June and ends on the 31st of August you can find all the details on our website, kcaw.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening.
2: If you've got an exhibition or any other creative project within the arts, or even just want to promote your own artwork, you could do that in podcast form similar to the one you've just listened to. They start at a convenient price point that is comfortable for any artist working on a budget this podcast itself is created by working artists and we know how important that is so to find out more information you can email us on ministryofartsorg at gmail.com or on instagram at ministryofartsorg ta-da